Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Our next guest would be pretty impressed with what he saw last night. The Marty All Blacks putting on an absolute clinic and we've got him on the line. He's an Irish icon. They sing songs about his glory days, helming Munster to championships and Ireland to Grand Slams. He's the fourth highest point scorer in Test Rugby history and ninth on the all-time caps chart. More than all of that, Ronan Agar is an absolute champion bloke and we loved having him in New Zealand at the Crusaders for a couple of years. He's now winning titles as head coach of La Rochelle and he's on the line with us this morning as we head into the first test in a massive series between the All Blacks and the Irish. Rog! Morning, brother. <laughs> Daggy boy. Here we go, boys. <laughs> Here we go, boys. We on. Here we go. Get down to the bog for a few pints with the black stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I'm coming. <laughs> anyway, if, if anyone's going for a few pints, mate, it'll be you after Stereo La Rochelle, mate. What about that, you hot dog on top of your bus? Through the through the front yeah. beach with the thousands of pundits cheering, Ronan O'Gara is our god. <laughs> um, it's as you know where you get involved. A lot of it obviously is uh, for that kind of fifteen minutes post uh, final whistle in the dressing room. Then it's that they are two or three or four with your teammates or your staff. Um, and I think that was one of the big, I suppose, learnings for me with the Crusaders in terms of mm. there doesn't need to be any separation between players and management. It's a group. It's a family. It's uh, something that uh, we've tried to create in La Rochelle and it worked brilliantly this year. And uh, you could see how united, I suppose, the town was as a result of winning something for the first time in their 100-odd-year history. So, uh, yeah, it was memorable. Easy. There's no point saying otherwise. It was... Uh, such a pleasing uh, weekend and um, I think that five minutes of post-final whistle reaction just uh, reminds you why we love the game we play. Hey Ryan, it's Kemper here, mate. I used to love watching you play um, for the Irish and it's such a privilege to talk to you this morning. And seeing your coaching and sitting in the box down at the Crusaders um, and having some success there. But with La Rochelle, and I, I know it's really, and when you get into that coaching round for the first time, difficult to separate that playing um, I guess that passion and, and that coaching passion at the time and I saw you on the sideline having a few words to one of those coaches and it got a little bit heated what 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 was said <laughs> what was actually said in that conversation um, <laughs> um, 
you're right, and it's. Uh, I think obviously the first 24 months transitioning from player to coach are are just transitioning away from the game is so so difficult. And um, um, I'm probably what I'm nine years finished as a player, so I should be getting a little bit smarter. But you, you're still, I suppose, full of passion. Uh, oh. It was a bit. It was a big moment just before half time. We were away from home. And uh, they had to kind of um, aid the elements, and, and we defended our line brilliantly for about three minutes. And I just kind of roared out, "That's the game, boys!" You know, but I'm not too sure that I roared in French or in English. But uh, my counterpart <laughs> understood what I was trying to say, and he, and he didn't like it. And you know, in France, there's a bit of a, uh, a war of the territories. Basically, you're not expected to win away from home but we were we needed a result uh and it was uh, in hindsight it was probably the game that changed our season so we were pumped for it i was pumped for it and um i suppose it was just a little moment of where you need to stand your ground and uh, and kind of protect your players and admire how they defend their line because i think it was only a one score game and then we'd turn around and we'd have to win in the second half with us and i think there was only a point in it so that was a big, big moment for us. Now, if anyone doesn't back down, it's Rog, mate. Running, even if it's a kicking compact training, mate, up against the lads, he'll get in there. He'll get in there and, <laughs> and give it back to you. So I wasn't surprised at all seeing you uh, have a little scuffle on the sidelines, Rog. Hey, Rog, what about the... What about coaching in, in, in Europe, mate, at La Rochelle? You look like, mate, you've just, you went over there as assistant coach, you've taken over the helm, and you've had so much success. Like, what, what were the big... Reasons for your success this year, mate, like to, to get the big one, the European Rugby Championship against um, another Irish side, Leinster. Pretty special. Yeah, which I think, uh, yeah, 13 of them will start in green on Saturday night, I think. That's usually the, the, the number they have in the Irish team. So they're a, a team, obviously, uh, loaded with internationals. But, um, you know, I think you guys who appreciate rugby... I coach a club team, so uh, we've got a lot of really good players of all different nationalities, and we're together more often. So I'm trying to create a club where we should be actually as good as, if not better, than most international teams, and th- and that's the drive I want in the boys because I need them playing Test rugby. I want them experiencing big stadia and getting those unbelievable feelings inside them. But then when they play uh, for us, I need to manage them well and give them a bit of time off. And when they're play, they play well, and then. You don't flog them and they don't play every game, but you try and, I suppose, have that uh, hunger and desire and love for, for playing for each other and caring about each other. And that, that would be big and it was something that was drilled in, Daggy, as you know, in, in, the, in the Crusaders' culture. And it was uh, probably had to be lived to be, to be believed in terms of 70 people just ultra positive every day. And I was kind of going, this isn't going to last. You know, these are... This is a bit OTT, but uh, it's reinforced, I suppose, uh, how good um, humans can be interacting with each other when they're actually people encourage each other, when they look out for each other, when they've genuinely got their back. And um, I'm trying to, I suppose, bring as much of that to to a, a club game where. In the past, it would be uh, a lot of people looking to probably get one over on their teammate, which was very bizarre to me at the start but you understand if there's 20 new players coming into the dressing room and a lot of clubs 
why should they get close to their teammates? Because in 12 months' time, I'm going to have another guy next to me in another 12 months' time. So it's really hard to forge bonds and forge relationships. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, we lost two finals, don't remember, and the margins are tiny. So, like this time last year, it was the depths of depression. This time, it's, it's never as good as people think it is. We we scored at the last play of the game. I have to admit that the timing was absolutely fairy tale like. But uh, as you know, Daggy, we take it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you take it, mate, and you live every moment, Rog. Mate, you, you, honestly, from what I'm hearing uh, from overseas, is a lot of the players get flogged. So I can see why they've got the buyer, mate, because you get balance. And you get that uh, that extra bit of care factor for them, mate. You spoke about it in your conversation. Lens are going to start with 13 players predictably. Can we take much out of last night's game against the Marty All Blacks? Is is there much that we can take about out of that leading into Saturday? Should Ireland be worried or, or no? Not take too much from it. Nah. No. Well, I think the big thing, obviously, it's uh, welcome to New Zealand. That's I think the staple diet people we'll see a completely different side to the team that toured the Northern Hemisphere uh, under fatigue at the end of a long season. Now it's June, it's wet ball, and the the uh, New Zealanders' skill levels come to the fore. You looked at how easy everyone in black was controlling and playing the ball out of the tackle last night or, or playing little tip passes, or, and just the skill mm-hmm. levels really good. But I think... Uh, you know, for example, the well, yeah, they were two scratch teams that probably hadn't played t- t- together very often. But the Irish, I suppose, team on Saturday would be the combinations would be far more established and proven and probably trustworthy a- among them. And um, you know that will obviously give them confidence. But I think they will have the, the warning shot has been fired in the fact that it was a convincing win for the Maori All Blacks, I suppose. Um, my perception was that it was expected to be a close game for 80 but it, within 20 minutes it was game over really mm. Hey Ryan just can you just give us a 101 how the Irish have really become a genuine threat to the World Cup um, that's coming up your thoughts Well yeah there's an asterisk with that I think in the fact that we, we always seem to peak between cycles so uh, you have to remember that Ireland have never got beyond the quarterfinals, so that's something that, uh, as people who have played in the jersey and if people who watch the current team with a lot of interest and a lot of pride, that, that we need to try and fix that and we need to try the solution. And at the minute, um, it isn't evident because you look at probably England and uh, they're off the ball, but you know in 15 months' time they will be on the ball for. Um, for Rugby World Cup for Ireland's case we've probably our consistency level has been really really good and um, the rugby I think we played in the Aviva against New Zealand the last time um, was very very impressive but it's still 15 months to World Cup so there's an awful lot I suppose of ground that you can make up but um, where we probably wouldn't be as strong as other nations is our death chart in the fact that there's four professional teams. So uh, that becomes a little bit of an Achilles heel when we say uh, three, four, five really important players get injured or out of form, the team suffers. While you look at the French team, for example, and mm. you know, I mean, you could probably nominate nine or ten 
potential uh, starters at number nine that would do a really, really good job for you. Ireland don't have that luxury in in in, in a few positions, which um, um, which hinders them. But uh, I think the great thing from an Irish point of view is that um, you know the inferior complex of playing the All Blacks is gone at this stage. So um, Ireland will genuinely. Um, feel they have good reason to win the game on Saturday and that's a good starting point for us mm. It's going to be a cracking game Rog, before we let you go who's your 9-10 combination for the Irish, who's starting at 9 they've got some quality there who, who do you think is going to get the get the nod uh, it, it will be uh, same as ever, it'll be Gibson Park at 9 and it'll be um, Sexton at 10 yep. who will it be for the, for the ABs I think it'll be Barrett and Smith if I'm going to pick the 10, I'm going to think it'll be yeah, Barrett yeah. and Smith. But hey, they got a case for Richie Moanga with the quality he put on in that final. So they got quality there, but I'm predicting Smith and Barrett. Yeah, I think mm. I'd agree with you. So that means, oh yeah, because Jordy Barrett goal kicks. Yeah, Jordy Barrett goal kicks, he'll play 15. Hey, Ronan, just one question before you go. Do, do you have aspirations of coaching the Irish, Irish team? Yeah, I'd love to, of course, yeah, but I'm 45 now, so plenty of time, you know, I think it becomes probably, um, as a result of what you do at club level, you get that opportunity, or you put yourself in the shake-up, so I've got a work to do, obviously, to get to that level, yeah, but I must admit I'm enjoying the, the club journey at the minute, and um, hopefully it kicks on to, to coaching a, a national side. Yeah, Rog, there was whispers about England, mate, eh? Maybe chasing that pound, eh? Oh, Rog, he loves a bit of pound, <laughs> eh? Before we let you go, Rog, got any... T- the New Zealand t- dollar will raise the ray. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand dollar. Can't beat the New Zealand dollar. Rog, give us raise a tip. You love a horse. Rog. You love a horse. Give us a little tip. Um... I have no, I don't. I I love owning horses, but um, I'm, I'm not picking them well at the minute. <laughs> so uh, we, so I want to go on the breeding side of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, a tip. <sighs> no, I can't say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> well, flick Send me a message, Rog. Send me a message. We appreciate you coming on right. the show. Okay. You're an absolute champion, mate. Good Thank luck. you so much, Ronan. Good to chat. See you, boys. Thank you. Oh. Good morning. Bye-bye. There he is, Rog. Mate, oh, so much time for that bloke. He's, so obvi- he's obviously time. a real good character. Um, mate, the best, mate. Honestly, I had so much fun with him at the Crusades. He was there, just straight up front. Comes up to me. He's like, how's your knee? Oh, it's good. He goes, all right, boy, you'll play this week. <laughs> just real straight up the guts, mate. He's a daggy boy. I need you this week, boy. I was like, sweet ass, brother. I'm ready. He's, oh, what a champion. I bet you he did some damage at the bog as well. I'm <laughs> that down to the yeah, bog. Yeah, I've got some videos of him going good. <laughs> <laughs> in the vault. 23 minutes past 7 o'clock. Ronan Nogar, if you just tuned in for the back end of that, head to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast, our podcast channels. Catch up with it. He's a legend of Irish rugby, and uh, he had some really interesting things to say there about the development of European rugby in general. And how about that? His aspirations are coaching Ireland. Well, of course he does. He's a legendary 
Irish rugby player, now coach. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Our selection after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.